How about you go for a bike ride today with better buddies? party started hello and welcome back to better buddies i'm your host rj and with me tonight we have calvin that's your cue oh hi <laughs> and john that's also your cue hi and uh i don't know if well, you have the deeper voice <laughs> yeah yeah john's got the deeper voice and um we also apparently have a producer in the studio today who's uh, attempting to keep our uh, one of our guests all of our guests in line um producer do you want to say Hello, or are you just going to stand in the corner quietly? Meow. Meow. Okay. I guess our producer's now a cat. That's uh, a Groffy joke. I... We're going to have to bring that up in Buddy's Recommend, because I, I have heard of Groffy, and I'm curious if it is any good. Uh, but that's momentarily beside the point. Our Better Buddy's Icebreaker this evening is a continuation off of last week's concept. Last week we discussed milk and its properties, and the best types. I went with chocolate, Calvin strawberry, but we also got I to talk... I have some words about that, by the way. Oh, Sorry, you do? Uh, Alright, we'll get into that after this icebreaker. We, we, yeah, <laughs> we, we can get into that. because. But I think it'll segue really nicely, because the icebreaker this week is what's the best kind of cereal? There is a right answer. There is a right answer, but I'm not telling you what it is. It's Frosted Flakes. You found the wrong one. <laughs> no. No, you're just wrong. I have a, I have a top three. Okay. Um, and they might not be in any particular order, but uh, it's Original Life, mm -hmm. uh, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, and Honey Nut Cheerios. Actually, it's in that order. Ooh, I will <laughs> accept. I will accept Honey Nut Cheerios. That's a that is top tier. You somehow found a worse answer than Frosted Flakes. All right, which one? Now you really need to leave. <laughs> Look, it's it, gonna tell us to just eat a bag of sugar for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear. It's the, it's what the are Cheerios you say? for me. I, I for whatever reason the smell of Cheerios makes me nauseous. Um, yeah, regular ones. Well, we're not talking regular Honey Nut. I, an apple I haven't found a variant that hasn't made me <laughs> nauseous. I don't know. It's something about that thing. I don't know. It's psychosocial, I know. It's it's nothing about the actual cereal itself, but... Um, Isn't it psychosomatic? Psychos yeah, yeah wh whatever. <laughs> like kryptonite. Yeah. It's all mental. Um, I, I will forgive Calvin's Frosted Flakes. Yeah, that, I won't that, that has though. been moved into the right answer column, but my answer is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Good, but too much sugar. I can get behind that. I often have sugary fingers afterwards because I am. I'm gonna get booted out of my out of my own podcast for another time. I generally just eat it straight with my hands. You see, I, I feel mean, like milk would definitely contribute a lot of value to that cereal. Milk would definitely. However, of cereal to eat without milk. I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is probably one of the better ones. That's fair. Cool. Glad to know I'm only partly wrong. 
I mean, it's your cereal, man. I'm not going to tell you how to eat your breakfast. That's fair. I will tell you you're wrong. Disagreeing with you. (laughs) (laughs) I respect your opinion, but you're wrong. I respect your right to have a wrong opinion. All right. What's your feedback on our milk situation? Yeah, John. What's Um, since uh, milk was such a hot topic or gold topic? Gold. hmm, Do I want to talk about this still? Why not? Um, So I'm a. I'm a 2% milk guy. Oh. Um, it's just water. Strawberry is the devil. All right, 2% now is... You need to leave. No, skim milk is water. Yeah, skim I milk is whole milk. water that's lying. Yeah, about 2% is milk. whole milk. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, there's whole milk and then there's 2%. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I'm a step down from whole milk, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's whole milk, 2%, 1%, then skim. Okay. What color What color do you buy at Walmart? Blue. Yeah, I buy red. Oh, okay. it goes. I don't it goes. Walmart it, colors. Yeah. yeah, blue is two percent. Light blue is one percent. Pink is skim, and then like red is whole milk. That's the Walmart colors. That's the Walmart colors for their caps. That's pretty like, universal. If I yeah, remember correctly, I think uh, I think we can Kent is that. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Two percent is definitely better than one percent of skim. Skim is just water. I grew up on skim, so I also saw skim. I yeah, I grew up on like one percent and two percent stuff, and I I mean I would drink skim milk every now and then at school when there was like the only milk left, if it like happened to happen at the cafeteria sometimes, and it was like a lot of people would like complain about it, and I was like, oh, it's not too bad, and it wasn't too bad, but then I but then I started drinking just whole milk. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I can't go back. That Oops. might be why I hated milk as a kid. Yeah. Huh. It's crazy to me that not, like, it used to be like plain original brand milk had like the variations like skim 1%. <laughs> milk 2%, branded 2%. milk. Yeah. Milk branded milk had like 1%, 2% and all those. And it used to be just like strawberry and chocolate. And that was your milk. But now they've decided, like, they wised up. They realized, oh, people like chocolate milk. It's the second most popular, I'm pretty sure, statistically. I'm making that fact up. Probably. So we're going to make percentages of chocolate milk. Where this is skim chocolate milk or 2% chocolate milk. Yeah. Just don't touch the chocolate milk. It's chocolate. It's not going to be good for you. I want them to sell, like, gallon jugs, though, of strawberry milk. They do of chocolate milk, but they, they never have of strawberry. They don't? No. Hmm. How do you guys feel about banana milk? Oh, dear God. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> See, that's how I feel about strawberry milk. <laughs> yeah, but my hatred of banana milk is justified. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I just hate bananas. That's fair. Oh, okay. Can't, we might be dwelling on the last week's topic a little too much. No. No, never. This is, this is an important talk about subject. The subjects that are vital to the decided. health of the American public. Okay. We are oh. the trendsetters. We are on the edge of society, helping people become We're definitely aware. on the edge of society. Oh, yeah, or, you know. Um, ouch. <laughs> ouch. And edge is still on edge. Hey, he said it. <laughs> We're on the bleeding edge of society. <laughs> bleeding is right. Just, yeah, I was going to bleed those listeners. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um... Where was I going? Oh yeah, we're trendsetters. That that's it. Okay, I I I went to open my pad to get back to the show notes. I 
Have you guys ever heard of Ryan's World? Uh, the Toy what? Channel. Yeah, my tablet had an ad up uh, on the lock right? screen. Right? Is it the, yeah, is it the that's kid it. that does the Toy Channel stuff? And, dear lord, it makes me irrationally disappointed and irritated that it exists. I, well, I said irrationally. I so, think... it, it, just to make sure I'm, we're talking about the same thing, is it the kid that just plays with toys? Yeah, but I've never like seen any of that channel. I've just seen all of the associated merchandising, and for whatever reason, it just feels exploitative. Yeah, I mean, I I can see what, where that comes from because it is like just a kid, but at the same time, uh, it's ex- the kid's being exploited in the fact that he gets to play with new toys. So and makes um, millions. Yeah, I mean, his college is paid for. Uh, so it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree that that is a dangerous area to get into, like, um, using kids as like a whole thing for YouTube channels or, um, but I don't think it's inherently bad. Yeah. It's not like he's a Disney channel child star or anything. Yeah. Those are way worse. (laughs) We do not go after the Sprouse brothers. No, they're like they turned out fine. <laughs> many people who've gone through that whole meat grinder haven't. True. Yeah, no, it's it's not the kids' fault. It's the process. Yeah. It's it's just another reason to hate Disney. I think it's really a, the the I saw this ad on my tablet. I think it's a fault of the algorithms that they're like, hey, we're going to show you this. I've never Always looked this up. Frame the algorithm. It's the algorithm's fault. It knows what you want before you know you want it. Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> See, it knew this was going to be a segment on your podcast, so it provided it for you. And now we're, other people are going to get ads for this. Oh, God. I can turn this. The cycle continues. Oh, God. You have I no one to blame but yourself. Uh, but our next segment is Buddies Recommend. Uh, I, I'm not going to recommend Ryan's World, because that's not my thing. But uh, we'll recommend some pieces of media we do enjoy. Does anybody have one to start with? Uh, uh, uh no. Okay. Oh, yes, I do. I Excellent. Do. Um, uh, older film, and you guys have all seen it, but uh, I was just rewatching uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. It's like 2014, right? That is that old. Yes. 15. That's six years ago. Came out the spring we graduated high school. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was five years ago at least. Yeah, it feels old. Uh, but no, I was just re-watching it, and I was just like, that's just such a great film. It, it, it doesn't take itself... Like, it's a serious film. It's not like it's all making light of things and it's not taking itself seriously. But at the same time, it knows that you know that a lot of these injuries that people are getting and the damage that's getting done to these ships... I'm sorry, I'm still watching that stream. Um, So I saw ship (laughs) and I said ship instead of car. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. Uh, But the damage that's happening to these uh, cars, like in real life, would that, would none of these people would be dead and these cars would be not working anymore? But it doesn't matter. And it's like, you don't, you don't care. And the movie knows you don't care. And it's great. Yeah. I think. The best part of that is the world 
in-world takes itself so seriously. Like, that's probably the fastest way to make a good movie, is the world you're building has to take itself seriously. Yeah, nobody yeah, else has to. Rules. And it's and it's not even that the movie doesn't take itself seriously. It does. It just knows that your suspension of disbelief is going to cover um, a lot in that film. <laughs> yeah. Also, it, like, it's just great. The acting was good for what yeah. little acting there was. <laughs> Never actually no. seen that movie. You oh, haven't you seen it? it? No, I'm gonna have to watch it now. Oh, I'm so glad I recommended it then. Yeah, you. It's it's an hour and a half long car chase, and you don't even feel it. You honestly don't. You really don't, and they, it's all, but except, like, one scene is practical effects. Yeah, wow. it's like, the, the scenes are touched up, obviously, with CG, but a ton of it is practical, so it looks great. Like, have you, you seen the flamethrower guitar that the dude was, like, wielding? I've heard of it. Yeah, that's He practical. actually had a flamethrower guitar. Ah, <laughs> uh, did he get to keep it? Uh, I'm sure the production has it. Somebody just takes it out in their spare time, plays some fire chords. I think the YouTuber Colin Furge made one. Nice. That's a solid recommendation. I, that's a tough follow. It sounds but... like a good DIY project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you just take her in your garage, you make one at home, you burn down the house. It's all good fun. Burn down the neighborhood. You cause the Mad Max world. <laughs> but hey, nice. you'll be prepared because you'll have your fire guitar. That's true. But was it worth it? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I've been looking around my room trying to figure out what I'm going to recommend. And I think the recommendation I'm going to go with today is Odd Thomas by Dean Koontz. The uh, book or movie? Both. Either. Um, the movie is a pretty good standalone movie. Low production budget, but it tells a solid story and is faithful to the spirit of the source material. Also, the uh, the main actor was um, was the Russian... I can't remember his name, yeah. but he was the guy from Star Trek Anton who played Chekhov. No, that's... Yeah, Anton. Anton. Yeah, it's Anton. I forget his last name. It was like Yelich. Yeah, that's like what I was going to say, right. Anton Yelich. I thought I was saying a baseball player for a and Christian Yelich. That's the one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and... I, oh, great. Sorry to interrupt you, but... No, like, it's all Great good. actor. So sad that how he died. Um, so tragic. And he did really good with bringing the character of Odd to life. Because Odd is a, a very simple character. He just has simple interests and tries to mm. be good. And the book is... I mean, Dean Koontz is a prolific horror writer. Odd Thomas is probably his best-known work, because it is a full series that, as you get later into the books, it just kind of tends to drag out a little bit, but it wraps up really nice. The first book, though, is an excellent protagonist-can-see-ghosts adventure, because they don't do it in... They don't try and be unique about it, or, or like say we're different they just get right into oh yeah i can see ghosts just a thing i do um and they touch on some really like good stuff and one of the better things about the protagonist is he's afraid of guns he refuses to use them so 
he's getting into dangerous situations and getting out just by his wits and running. So it's a, I'd say, a good counter role model to the typical action hero. So if you need a, a light, fun read, Odd Thomas by Dean Koontz. So does the movie differ slightly? Because it doesn't necessarily, the movie doesn't necessarily, that's the only one I've seen. I've only seen the movie. I haven't read the books. Um, but the movies kind of make it seem like, um, I think that the way they say it, he's like, oh, I've learned how to handle myself. So it's not so much that he's like, he knows martial arts, but he's like better than the average person at fighting. Uh, yes, it's, it's more. So is that kind of faithful or? Yeah, that's pretty faithful. It's He's knows how to handle himself in the same way someone who's like been in a few bar fights knows how to handle themselves. Like he can take the punishment and he kind of knows like how to punch people. Like he took the time to learn how to like actually punch someone in the face, Mm -hmm. but he's not like a martial artist. Mm -hmm. Um, and he also like, he's never like getting into fights with like 50 people at once. It's like, at most a one-on-one fight that he punches him in the face and then throws a chair at him or hits him with a door or a fire poker or something. Nice. Yeah. But it's a, it's really fun and he's just a fry cook. So it's a very every man kind of main character to step into. So I highly recommend either the book or the movie. Good to know. Yeah. Have you had enough time, John? Yeah. All uh, right. Well, no. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> um. So I uh, I finally got around to watching The Martian this week. Ooh. Oh, so good. Very good. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. I was had it on in Ridley the background Scott. and then I dropped what I was right. doing to finish right. watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah, that is that is one of those films where it's just like you just get sucked in and it's oh. Have you read the book? No book is fantastic in its own way right really yeah like i love space (laughs) it's a very good space movie Mm -hmm. i've heard it's Uh, one of the more scientifically accurate space movies seems pretty accurate yeah 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 for the most part they take some liberties but it's like only in ways that heighten the entertainment and don't necessarily detract from the other scientifically accurate portions nice it's a good movie. Really yeah, the cool. book the book is awesome. There's there's a little bit more. There's about the same amount of humor in the book, but just kind of a little, in some ways, a little more nerdy. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some uh, issues that he runs into in the book that you don't see in the film. Oh. Uh, and you get you get a much better scale in or I, I'm sorry, a sense. You get a much better sense of just how alone he truly was and how long he is there how long yeah, is he there because the uh, movie like, makes it seem like it's maybe like a year uh, maybe spoilers for anyone listening to the martian um but at the same time you can't really spoil it it's been out for a while yeah and like even knowing how it how it all happens it, it kind of doesn't really matter yeah it's the experience that matters. Mm-hmm. Really. I'm sorry, Calvin. Did you just say spoilers don't matter? For specific things. In this case. Um, there yeah. are very specific things where it doesn't matter. One thing I noticed was the, the last half of the movie just like 
didn't focus on him at all <laughs> until they got there. Yeah. Um, well, more spoilers. I feel like that kind I of I mean, makes it was sense, still though. interesting. No, like, yeah. Once he gets set up and has a routine going, it, unless something really drastic happens, it's not going to change that oh, much. It's yeah, fine. it's... <laughs> but that's like one of the things in the movie where it really is just like, hey, it's all of a sudden Soul 200. Hey, it's Soul 400. Hey, it's Soul 700. And you kind of lose track of that's a year and a half, two years that just passed. Yeah. Oh. And he's eaten on like a third of his daily rations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And all of his potatoes died. And um and that and again, spoilers, do you care, OJ? Nah. Alright, so if anyone's listening cares, skip ahead 10, like, 15 seconds. But when he leave when he gets to the the shuttle thing that takes him into orbit to leave, um, he has to drive across the planet pretty much to get there. Um, that's like a that's like a 60, 80 day trip. And in the movie it's uh two jump cuts. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How would how does he have that much oxygen? That's part uh, of the whole thing is to figure is like oxygen. That's where it takes some leaps forward in the technology and stuff uh, where they're just like, we do have like carbon, uh, carbon dioxide filters and there are things that can generate oxygen. We know how to make oxygen. Yeah. Um, so it's, there are some stuff like that. Like we have that stuff on the, uh, uh, the space station. Uh-huh. Uh, that but they do works. kind of play with it a little bit. That mainly works by like stripping the oxygen out of the carbon dioxide, right? I don't know. I would think so. That makes sense to me. I feel like you would but... need some sort of catalyst. Yeah. That I... would run out. <laughs> I actually thought it was more it was less of them stripping the carbon off the CO2 and more them stripping the oxygen off of like water. Yeah, my okay. first thought was electrolysis. Oh, that would make sense because then you could but, recycle the hydrogen yeah. for fuel as well if you needed it. Yeah, but in that case, you need an excess amount of water then to supply an oxygenator, which you um, don't really have in space. Yes, so um, I don't know if there is an actual way that is that we just don't know about, or if that is one of the the liberties they take in the film and book to just make it better. Or it's okay. a secret space technology developed by secret NASA. Because, I mean, it is supposed to be of, you know, taking place in the near future, in the yeah. next, like, 10, 15 years. Because they have a colony. They, well, not really a colony, but they have missions to Mars, and they have these big ships and stuff. Moon base? Uh, there was no mention of a moon base. No mention, but I wouldn't be surprised in that universe if there is one, if they had bases on Mars. We'll yeah. get the Better Buddies moon base someday. <laughs> we'll try. Elon. Elon. We're going to have to some sort of corporate sponsor for that. <laughs> hey, SpaceX is already trying. We'll just be the first official moon cast. I'm down. Hello, yes. I uh, move to the moon. Mr. SpaceX, we would like to move years. to the moon uh, to be the official moon cast. We might drive everyone on the moon crazy, but we'll be official. We're going to have to start training if we want to be astronauts within the next five years. Uh, They opened up, they opened up astronaut applications this spring uh, for the first time in a couple years. Um, And I went to apply uh, and I don't meet anywhere near the requirements. So uh, I'm working on them. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna, Do it. I, I, that's still that is still one of my lifelong goals is to make it to space. That is probably top of my bucket list and like dreams is to yeah make I, it to actual space and not those like wimpy flights that yeah. like barely break break out of the atmosphere and it's like oh you get to experience zero g for like yeah two, seconds. 20, seconds. 20 uh-huh. like for like half a minute and it's like technically you left the atmosphere it's like no screw that Whoa. i want to i want to get up into space i want to get to the moon or mars if i can um but fun that's fact probably about the number of people who have been in space uh to my knowledge more people have been in space than have been inside the tent on the great british baking show I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I could say that about the number of people that have probably been in my bedroom. Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, More your bedroom's not a t- your bedroom is not a reality yeah. TV show competition. Says you. Yeah, Calvin, or do you have something to tell us? Well, you weren't invited, so. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I guess uh, you know, just sitting over here waiting for my invite, but. I mean, I've sent my audition tape like four times. Uh, I was lost in the mail. Sorry. I'm very scared by the implications of this conversation. I kind of am too. For the record. (laughs) I was picturing it more like the Floor is Lava game show that Netflix just added. Oh, dude. We need to talk about that. All right. I want to hear your opinion because uh, I heard uh, Michael from Rooster Teeth. I listened to the Off Topic podcast and they were talking about it and... Michael was saying that like, oh, it's like one of those shows where it's like, it's not great, but you just keep watching. Oh. So I want to hear your opinion. My family watched the entire season um, over Father's Day. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So So, you enjoyed it. Yeah. My dad described it as it's like, you know, like how it's a car crash, you can't look away. <laughs> that was his review. So in the, in the way that so the, the show is like a wreck in the sense that it's not great, but you just can't stop watching or these people hurting themselves and doing things I think you can't he, stop watch. I think he meant it more like the wipeout factor where okay, yeah, yeah. people, um, but like I the think it's yeah. awesome. Like they show you the maps, like, the first five episodes are uh, revealing all the courses, and then the last five episodes are revisiting those same courses, but with an extra twist. Oh, so like nice. you know the strategy, oh, okay, and you're like shouting at the TV, <laughs> but the right. people can't hear you, of course. <laughs> As it goes with most shows, so is it the same people or do they rotate per episode? No, it's new people every time. There's like okay. three teams per episode, all running the same room. Okay. Now I, I I would highly recommend it. Don't I don't they like play it up a little bit too when they fall in lava? Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. It's awesome. Just based um, on the ads they've been running on Netflix, like when the, you first open the app, they definitely play it up. Nice. The the first two episodes, I'm like, this show would be fifty percent better without the host, but oh. he really grows on you after. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> You kind of get Stockholm syndrome into liking the show. I was I was about to I was about to say grows on you in a good way or a bad way. <laughs> I I like the show. <laughs> Man, I was I was thinking about just not, and now I'm probably gonna have to watch it. I'll it's give it an episode. Give I'll it give try. it an episode. Start with it in the background, even. That's then, okay. that seemed like an appropriate way to watch it. 
doing something and else. Just go for it. <laughs> Watch all ten episodes in one night. Oh, come on, that's only ten hours if they're an hour each. Oh, they're only half an hour. Even better, only five hours. Only a five-hour commitment. You've wasted more time than that. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Better Buddies Podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, self-deprecating humor is popular with the youngins these days, right? That's what all the uh, analysts say. Maybe, but I don't think saying the word youngins is... I, uh, hello, fellow kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Zoomer meme yesterday, and it scared me. Why? Why? Much. Um, it was like, yeah, I'm a gamer, and it was Mario T-posing. And it, like, spelled out G-A-M-E-R. And then it was like G hyphen mass shooter. And then there none of the other letters were were filled in. I can't picture this. I okay, will send so uh it's you know how like they've got the letters descending spelled out as if it's an acronym? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I really you're gonna I'll have to see this. I can't okay. I can't picture it. I, I hope I can find it. I might have been deleted. I sent it on Snapchat and deleted it off my phone. Is it? <laughs> Uh, because I, I saw a similar one with a bird, and a it bird. was a yeah. I know what a bird is. B government. I drone rd. Yeah, I haven't seen this. This sounds like it's a format. I haven't seen this. It's, yeah, it's uh. So it'll be like the image or whatever, but it'll be like. Oh, oh, that's gonna, like that. That's gonna mar my search history. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no, John! What'd you do? <laughs> I'm doing this for you. Why did you just search <laughs> Zoomer memes? Um, my search history is Mario Gamer Mass Shooter. Oh, Nice, nice. You're on a watch list. That's just going to bring up news articles. It's on Know Your Meme anyway, so. Any yeah, second, I, no. I've Sorry, never dude. really... No. That's fine. <laughs> I, I've never really been, like into that whole meme culture stuff where some people are just, I feel like obsessed with it all. And they've got to, they always got to try and stay up on top of stuff. And they're always posting or like passing around new ones and stuff. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of funny ones, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I feel like there's a little too much. I feel like that just dated me and made me feel old, but no, okay. I feel the same way. Yeah, well, then the way that means we're old together, John. I can't keep up. <laughs> well, I think it's because meme culture changed. Meme culture used to just be, hey, here's a funny picture, and we had, like, some really basic outlines, and it's just exploded outwards from funny picture-text combo to existential Dadaism, nothing matters posts. Everything's steeped in irony and nihilism. I don't get it. Is it supposed to be a thing saying that gamers are mass shooters? I don't know if there is a point to be made. The closest point is the one you were thinking of, Calvin, where it's like, oh, video games cause violence. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. (laughs) I feel like someone thought it was funny. It's funny for Zoomers. (laughs) Layers of irony, Calvin. Just keep adding a layer of irony until you find it funny. We'll get so it are we, are, are, what, what do you guys think of us as? Millennials or Zoomers? Because technically, we're barely on the edge of uh, Millennials. Some lists, allow, some lists include us, some don't. So it, it's, we, we definitely are on that edge there in which we might be considered Zoomers. I would go off of our 
understanding of culture that we're more millennial than Zoomer. Yeah, I think birth-wise, we are closer to Zoomer. However, uh, just based on all of our stuff that we, like, our interests and our backgrounds and how we were raised, I think we're probably closer to millennials. I honestly, I think the categories are really smaller than that, even. Like, an uh, an 11-year-old today is in such a different world than we were when we were 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, and even, like, people born in 2001, they're 19 now. (laughs) Like... Yeah. Dear God. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like... People well, who are going to middle school are born 2010. Yeah, I mean, like, kids born in 2000, 2002 will be going to college this fall. Yep. Sucks. Well, I don't know that they'll be going to college, but... <laughs> oh, they will. <laughs> they'll be going. They'll be attending classes online, at least. No, they'll be going. We'll the see. way things are going, they'll be going. The colleges need the money. That's fair. Uh, what are we sorry, that people? was awfully cynical of me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I'm kind of leaning that amount way. Of cynicism. Yeah. Did you see the EU has like banned U.S. travelers? Can't I've blame them for a long time. Uh, well, um, I don't think I don't know, but they just like straight up banned us. They passed new stuff like this last week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm scared, friends. Uh, Where yeah, we can never wanna, escape the country now. I want to wait just a little bit longer before I get too doom and gloom, just because I want to see what happens to the European Union's numbers as they reopen. They've been going down. Yeah, like, they'll they'll spike. But, they will spike when they yeah. open. That's an inevitability. No matter if, what had happened, had we done everything perfectly with quarantine, every single person wearing masks and stuff. Numbers were always going to spike when we reopened. It was just a matter of how much they were going to spike and if that number was going to maintain a spike. Um, Here, it's growing exponentially. There, I expect it to spike and then continue its downtrend. Now, I don't know. I I could be very mistaken on that. We will have to see. But personally, I think that is what's going to happen. That makes sense. And my one of the other thing, one of the things that's bugged me a little bit, and I need to find the right people to ask about it because I am aware that I don't have enough information to answer it. But when we first started locking down and doing masks, it was to flatten the curve, which is good. Flatten the curve in general, yes, very good, positive, thumbs up, yay, let's do this, so that we wouldn't overwhelm the hospitals. And at some point, somewhere, some section of narrative, at least what I had been experiencing, went from to keep pressure off the hospitals, and it switched from that to until it's taken care of. Like, vaccine. Uh, it's Am kind I of, wrong in that? It's, it's kind of both. So you're 100% right that it's like it was flattened the curve so that we eliminated this mass rush on the hospitals so that they went above capacity and we couldn't treat everybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the goal would have always been to wait until a vaccine. However, had we followed it a hundred percent, 
we technically wouldn't need a vaccine because we would be able to minimize it to the point where it wasn't going to spread or we may be able to control it. Um, I don't know that the narrative ever necessarily shifted. I think other people try and shift both sides, what they're saying, like both sides have been trying to change what the other side is saying a little yeah. bit because for some reason this turned into a political issue and that's why i asked because i wanted to i wanted to make sure i was being open and aware that's my understanding of it i don't know john do you have a different take i i was gonna say the same thing um where they both go kind of hand in hand it's like it's to flatten the curve but it's to flatten the curve until it's dealt with because <laughs> like yeah. at any point you could spike up above what the hospitals can handle, especially if think that it's time to stop yeah. taking measures to flatten the curve. Like it is now Dallas hospitals are at capacity. They're shipping people to other cities. Yeah. Texas is shutting back down. So yeah. they didn't Florida really and even close in the first place. Yeah. They did a little bit, but not statewide. It was mandated by the cities. Yeah. Now the governors had to make the call. Yeah, if you guys go out to like Walmart here in town, uh no one will be wearing a mask. I'll be like the only person with a mask on. Yep. Same everywhere. Yeah. I will admit I've been bad about that. Mostly cuz I figured it my getting infected was an inevitability. It's not so much about you, though. No, it's I, about I'm aware. Else. I'm aware it's about, about everyone else. But I live with a healthcare professional. I figured I would just be aware. And I also didn't go for more than, like, I'd have two week spans in between my trips. I don't know. I'm yeah, just a bad I mean, person. I, I, that's, I'm, I'm not that's trying why that's to... That's straight answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to attack you in any way. No, I know. However, I, I would say that's even more reason to why you should be wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, because you do live with a healthcare professional in that every day you could theoretically be exposed again and you are one of the number one people that would be spreading it around to other people. So while it may suck and like you're right, you might have to deal with that foregone conclusion of you are going to give it, but that doesn't mean everyone else has to. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. No, I get it. I no, struggled no, yeah, with wearing yeah, a no. mask. I struggled with wearing a mask for a long time. I was way worse at it in the beginning because like my social anxiety and it was just like, I don't want to go around wearing a mask. It feels weird. Um, and like it's it sucks. But I've I've just had to realize it's just like I just got to do it. I, I, I'm just going to do it. And so I've gotten a lot better at wearing my mask now. Well, this for me, part of, it plays into the trying to be a better buddy aspect of I'm. I've been realizing over the last couple of years who I am and what parts of me need to be adjusted. I am just not the most empathic person. Uh, that's not usually at the forefront of my mind. So, for the most of this, I like I've seen all the messages, but I tuned them out because I my main train of thought was well, okay, but we're all going to kind of get sick eventually, and it will build immunity, herd immunity if I get sick without thinking about, like, oh, you know, 
other people are also going to get sick if I get sick, so. <sighs> but overall, this, yeah. uh, the last few months have been a growing experience that will teach, hopefully, teach us to be better. Uh, it's only more reaffirmed my lack of faith in humanity. <laughs> Let's see if we can uh, help some humanity. Uh, better buddies recommend. Not recommend. Gonna have to cut that. Uh, no. I mean, I can, and I will. Clap. Uh, I've already done yeah. it. All right. You say that every time, and it never yeah. happens. This time it is happening. Hey. That one it is Hey, happening. remember that time where he tried to introduce the new segment as better, better buggies recommend? I'm cutting that. Oh, I'm gonna keep bringing it up. Remember that one time he called the podcast Super Bracket Brothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I John, remember that. And he said he was gonna cut it out. Oh yeah, good point. I still have to make that meme. <laughs> uh, so how to be a better buddy? So have... not better buddy recommends. No, not better buddies recommend. How to be how to be a better buddy? Uh, where we give partially comedic, partially real advice about a situation or question about relationships. And dang it, now you've managed to turn my head around about editing. How dare you? <laughs> You, you fools. Exactly. See? You just you just keep saying it long enough, and he just it's too much. Uh, disclaimer, like when you ask your friends for advice, it's not our fault if it's bad advice. And our first question... Except for Betty Butter, Better Buddies Recommends. Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. Better, 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 better. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first question from Yahoo Answers is, why do butterflies fly? Because they flap their wings. No, that's how they fly. Why do they fly? That's why. No, no, no. That that is how they fly. They flap their wings. They don't. They don't. The reason they fly is not. Okay, I'm. Yeah, the reason they fly is because they flap their. Wings. The reason they fly is Done. they flap their wings. Solved. That's a mechanical way. But why do they flap their wings? Why do they do that? Why do we do anything? I think it's thousands because they're building a mini air force. It's thousands of years of evolution. That's why. Because how else are they going to cause an er- like a tornado or a hurricane elsewhere? Is that the next Sharknado movie? Is Butterfly Nado? No. That's like the example for the butterfly flight, remember? Yeah. Butterfly <laughs> no. just wings in South They flapped their wings in order to cause hurricanes. <laughs> exactly. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, why do butterflies fly? Because they want to. They're hotshot ace pilots. And they gotta get them some nectar. Uh, the next that sounds question. fair. Yeah. <laughs> the next question is only slightly better. I am angry at this mountain. What do I do? Now, this is in family and relationships on Yahoo Answers. Ahem. I live on a farm and my dad is always getting mad at this mountain because it gets in the way of crops and now I am mad at it too. What do I do? Updated five mm-hmm. hours later. We farm mostly corn, soybeans, and also a little zucchini if that helps. So, so he... Doesn't like that the mountain shades out the crops? Um, maybe? Personally, I feel like the mountain is a metaphor for his dad. Um, (laughs) no, not actually. (laughs) (laughs) It might be that the mountain is physically in the way. Like, they had this nice farm field and a mountain decided to plop down, like, partway over? Just take the mountain. Two tectonic plates just crunched right up against each other. (laughs) You know, just take the mountain, push it somewhere else, you don't have to worry about it. Like Calvin said. Uh, you could also decide... Um, nice. Maybe you should farm on the mountain. Just take, like... Terrace cut, farming? 
Oh, like in Minecraft, you just you ch- break a chunk out of the mountain, and so it's flat, and then you farm on the mountain. You just keep jumping up. Terrace and, farming. Yeah, terrace farming. Or another option, getting better control of your emotions. Just the get mountain. over it. And not, like, emotionally, just get over the mountain. Yeah. That's a good answer. Get over the mountain. You can have a farm on both sides of the mountain. And dig a tunnel through. Show that mountain who's boss. That way you yeah. can transport crops and things back and forth. Oh, that's a great idea. Get yeah. a second farm on the other side of the mountain after you climb just over it. dig a bunker into the mountain and start hydroponics. Hollow out the entirety of the inside of the mountain. Turn it into yes. a grain silo. Oh, Turn it into a shell of its former self. <laughs> Literally. Bring it to its knees. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, either just chill with the mountain. It was their first, probably, or uh, utilize it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you don't want to assume, Calvin. Mountains are mysterious. Just woke up one day and it was sitting right there. Had a cup of coffee in its hand. Couldn't bear to tell it to leave. <laughs> Our next question... Uh, also from Yahoo Answers, and I think the three of us are very well equipped to answer this one, much more than the last two. I may be being sarcastic here. Um, the question is, my wife only lets me buy three guns a month. How can I convince her to let me buy more? Have you I... tried telling her you need to shoot the next door mountain to get it to leave your farm? <laughs> it, it, it's a mountain. You need a lot of guns to shoot it. They only come with one bullet each. That's how guns work, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> um, you could try asking nicely. I don't know. That's a good. You could say you got a got a toaster photo up on well Fox to bribe News. people. What was that, bake Calvin? Ca- you bake a bake him a cake, offer them a cake, and say, "I'll give you this cake if I can buy more guns." Done. See, and that shows you care about them too. Like, this relationships, especially if you're married to the person, it's a give and take. It's a cooperative, I think. Uh, so, if she, she's already letting you buy three guns a month, maybe you need Wait, to start doing he, something he for can her. buy three guns a month? I thought he just had three guns. No, no, no. It's, it says, my wife only lets me buy three guns a month. Oh, well, then, dude, you got a, dude, you got a problem. You need to chill, chill so out. so expensive. <laughs> no, I'm no longer on his side. You How long has he been doing this? <laughs> it doesn't say. How long have you been doing this? Like, how many guns can one man have? I mean... 36 a year. Yeah, 36 right a year, now. John. That's how many <laughs> guns a man can have. Maybe, um, maybe he could work out a deal where he could, like, sell a couple back. So oh. he could buy more this month. You know? Yeah. Maybe he's building a super gun. What if he saves? What if he saves them up like uh, vacation days? So it's like he only buys two this month. Then but, he can save that one and carry it over. Ooh, that's True. maybe it's also dependent on like the guns you buy. So like, hey, sweetie, you told me I can only buy three guns a month, but these are two small pistols. Do can these two count as one gun? Two small pistols and a howitzer. Yeah. <laughs> And the howitzer like counts the howitzer as two takes guns. Up for the year, though. <laughs> no, the howitzer only counts as two guns, please. Max. Now a battleship—that's thirty-six guns. Okay, that—that's multiple guns, actually, though. I oh, good like... point. How many? How many guns are on a battleship? Depends, depends on, on the, the battleship. Depends on the battleship. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many guns 
Can I can I go all in for a railgun oh, as my my one a month? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds expensive. Uh, I a an Iowa class an Iowa class battleship consists of nine breech loading sixteen inch naval guns. So you could get a so nine. get a battleship after like it's, three months. No, that's that's just the that's just the naval guns. It probably still has like anti air guns and Ooh, smaller probably some personnel ones too. Yeah, but there's there's probably like at most that's like a whole year's only worth. a year and a half. So if you just save up for a year and a half, you could get a battleship, and it's the same number of a lot of guns. Hey, the picture on the. The uh, Iowa class battleship Wikipedia page is the USS Wisconsin. Hey, that's nice. Uh, so yeah, she only lets you buy three guns a month. Either like do something nice for her to like butter her up and see if she's willing to reconsider this negotiation, because it feels like it's already been negotiated at this point. If you're at three already, yeah, or I, I, just I, I do up. wonder. I do wonder if this is more of a storage problem or more of a money problem. Yeah, I feel like it's turning into much more of a money problem. <laughs> I don't know. I figure if you're already at three, it's not the money, it's the storage. Where can you put all? <laughs> yeah, you probably bunker. got like one of those like closets where you just pull out the rack. And it's I need a lot of gun saves. At least seven. Could be a collector <laughs> who's like disabling them immediately and like just hanging them on walls. Or, maybe he builds hunting lodges for fun. Like, old-timey, where they've got the guns, like, up over the mantle. <laughs> They're all for decoration. Yeah. Every single one. <laughs> he buys the same three guns every month, because he goes and builds a new hunting lodge every month. And he's got, like, 300 acres. Uh, and the last question this week is... I think we I think we answered that one pretty well. The last question is... This one's a more serious topic... Is it possible to regain trust in someone once it's been broken? Is it possible to regain someone's trust once it's been broken? Also, I don't know if I have any real experience with this. I mean, I feel like it depends on what on what level of trust. Did they, like, murder your parents? Because I ain't trusting you again after that. Did you forget to, like, take out the trash? I feel like I can trust you again. <laughs> trust is forever ruined. <laughs> and our garage will smell for a week. I mean, the be the quote-unquote best answer on the question was that once trust is broken, it can never be rebuilt. So, if, you f if someone trusted you to take out the trash and you didn't, according to that answer, it's broken forever. Do they uh, have, I, I... like, evidence for that claim? Most likely, like... no. Do they back it up at all in the text? Nope. Or? <laughs> I feel like there is a little bit of something to that, though, because if like you ask someone to do something and they don't do it, you're you're if you ask them to do it again, you'll always remember that the last time you asked, they didn't do it. Yeah, but then when they actually do it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I do feel like you you'll always remember a little bit. So I don't know that it's like impossible to build it back up, but there is something to the fact that when you lose even a small bit of trust it would some, when someone loses a small bit of trust in you it's like i don't it, it can be a, it's not impossible to build back but it, it it'll always be kind of there i think a good metaphor do. is a tree 
trust takes a long time to build and grow, but it's very easy to chop it down and chip away at it. If you cut off a branch, it's still a tree, but you'll know that a branch is missing. The branch was removed, it was cut away. You still have yeah, that tree. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll grow back new branches, but like... But it's never That's quite the same. That's a really good metaphor. That is a good metaphor. <laughs> Thank you. You have Sorry. your moments. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. What'd you say? Yeah, there goes a branch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I genuinely didn't hear you. What'd you say? Oh, no, I didn't say anything. I said good job. John, what'd he say? No, he said you. Uh, he said you uh, have your no. moments. Oh, there goes your moment, John. <laughs> there goes my branch from Calvin's tree. <laughs> oh, we'll just take all those branches, build a beautiful bonfire. There we go. Make some s'mores. So yeah, uh, if trust can be rebuilt, just be aware that it's going to be different, and you'll you may have to do a lot of work to build that trust back up, because it's better to build it strong and sturdy. Then Fast and Flimsy. Fast and Furious. Is that furious franchise fast. actually any good? I've only seen the first one. Never seen I've, one. I've heard good things, but I have not really watched much of one. The first one was okay. I didn't. The first two are vastly much. different than the rest. Well, it's because the rest became spy movies. Spy movies, What's... but it's got just James Bond's car repeatedly. Everything's a heist movie. Even when it's not, that's the best heist movie. That's how they get you. I'm in. <gasps> Is this a heist movie? Where's the camera? Did you guys see that episode of Rick and Morty? Yeah, I saw that's most what of I it. Was referencing. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know a lot of people know the meme, but like, I was curious if anyone, because I, I I know a, a lot of people actually haven't that I that I know at least haven't actually seen the latest season. I've only that's seen fair. that one episode at Thanksgiving. I've kind of fallen out of Rick and Morty. One, the fandom kind of ruins it because I, they just take it too far, and yeah. and then also it's like I don't know, like it's still funny. There's still some good bits, but it's just a little too much of the same over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I I felt that way a lot about season four too. Like, I was starting to feel that in season three. Like I like there yeah, was some good stuff in season three, but I was I was starting to feel it, and then it really hit home for me in season four. What was in season three? Because I don't know if I actually watched most of it. Uh, episode the first episode was really good. That had uh, Nathan Fillion, and that that's was like season three. The, okay, that's the one where they spawned the, the chaos over the Szechuan sauce. <laughs> And yeah. that's where the fandom broke for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, that also had the Pickle Rick episode. Okay, oh, so I saw I hate most... Pickle Rick. Really? Oh, you hate Pickle Rick? I hate Pickle okay, Rick. Okay, I Do you hate... hate Pickle Rick because of what it is or because of the obsession? I just don't get it. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I hate the obsession so... <laughs> with Pickle Rick because Pickle Rick itself was not the coolest part of that episode. The coolest part of that episode was when he built the robots, like, the scrap suit as Pickle Rick, and was in that yeah. fight with the spy guy. That was the cool part. I guess I hate the exception, but I like all the memes where it's, like, getting actors to say, um, he turned himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got Master Chief to do it. Nice. Nice. 
And they got the guy who plays um, uh, Artes to do it. Oh, that the he turned himself into a pickle. Funniest shit I've ever seen. That's from something, isn't it? It's. I. Uh, I feel like that was from something. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Our last segment for the evening is uh, shouting into the void. <laughs> All right, good job. And now yeah, tweet on Twitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> now our final segment is to send out a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Just says ah. Tweet at, at Void. Dude. I will do that. <laughs> we need to. Oh, crap. I hate it. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Who's at Void? Let's see. I don't somebody. have... Who's this poor, poor person? Probably like a Smash Bros. player or something. Um, there's CLG Void, which is at uh, GSM Void. At Void, right here. Uh, they are someone whose profile is in Spanish, and they're talking about MS-DOS. Ooh. See, I, when I typed in at void, it, it, that hasn't popped up as one of the ads. It's at GSM void, at void VR, at Savant Official, at Cinematic Void. Retro. He likes retro video games, books, and board libros games. Y de mesa. Should it be at chats with the void? On Hill Simon. Sorry, we should probably not put this guy in blast on your podcast. No, we definitely not, not blast some random <laughs> dude on Twitter, you know? it's He's just living his life. Yeah, usually it's a celebrity we do this to, so that's more okay. Yeah, then we just disappear. That's why the point is, of the void. Why is Discord trending in Wisconsin? It is? What? Apparently. Oh. So who should we What's... shout into the void at? Should we uh, shout at one of the voids, or uh, Chris Evans, John Voyager, or Sir Patrick Stewart? Uh, this is a you guys thing. John? I defer my judgment to you. Alright, I guess we're gonna go, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Hey, Spock! No. <laughs> I, I know. have more respect for him as an individual <laughs> than that. Uh, I was thinking more along the Your Sonnet a Day segments have been very enjoyable. I do not know what that means. Sir Patrick Stewart has been reading a Shakespearean sonnet a day. Oh, yeah, he has been doing that. On, like, his Instagram Live or something? Yeah, he's just been posting the videos yeah. on all social medias. During quarantine, that's what he's been up to. It's pretty neat. Yeah, go for it. That Excellent. And also, do you cut your peanut butter sandwich into triangles <laughs> or into rectangles? Okay. Asking for the fans. And also, questions. send him a tweet longer, actually. We have a lot of questions. <laughs> We're going to need more than 255 characters. Well, let's uh, write a manifesto. Yeah. Four score and seven years ago. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That civil war happened real fast after the founding of the country. Uh, uh, yeah, within 100 years. Yeah. So there were people that were alive for both. Yeah. Wow. Well, just recently, the last person to be drawing a Civil War pension died. Oh, wow. It was in, like, 2018 or something like that? Or maybe, was it this year? I don't think it was this year. Last person to draw Civil War pension. Oh! 
It was. It was this year. Yeah, it was in May. The, in May, the last person to draw on a Civil War pension died because um, it was it, she was the daughter of a Civil War vet who was young during the war and then didn't have her until he was like 80 and she was 90. Wow. So, what? Yeah, so he didn't have her until like the like 19 well it would have been what 1930 dang so he was like he must have been in his late teens or something like that when he fought in the war and then uh he uh didn't have her as didn't have his his kid until he was like 80 or something i mean it can happen crazy Mm-hmm. She was getting a check for $73.13 a month. That's nice. Some good 1860s money right there. <laughs> All right. I think that's a pretty good place to call it for the uh, for this session. Sounds good. Thank you for joining me once again, gentlemen. That's a lot of G sounds. Uh, thank you to the band Problem of Interest for allowing us to use their song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. You can find us, Better Buddies Podcast, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can't find it, well, I don't know how you found this episode then, um, leave us a review or a recommendation or, like, tell a friend, force a friend to listen to it, because we like sharing things with good friends, and we want more good friends. So, uh, get super villain with your plots. Steal radio station. Broadcast it to the country. Don't endorse, wait, we don't officially endorse that, but do it anyways. Disclaimer. <laughs> don't, but please do. <laughs> uh, you can find us on our social medias to engage with us. Theoretically, there should be a meme being posted short within the week. Uh, we're on Facebook, Better Buddies Podcast. We're on Twitter, at Better Budcast. We also have a Gmail to write in fan mail, hate mail, or if you need advice on something, betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. Um, I'm still holding out hope that if we get to, like, ten iTunes reviews, I'll review a sandwich or something. I think that's a fun goal, for me at least, because then I get to eat a sandwich. Do you know what our iTunes numbers look like? We could talk about this later, but... Um, not as good as Spotify. Yeah, I feel like... But Spotify doesn't have a review system, so... Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, be a better buddy. Subscribe to Maddie Beast Plays on Twitch. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, you're supposed to end it there. <laughs> I'll end it there. I was sure I, you will. No, I will. No, I'd actually no, forgotten. I was gonna plug it earlier when you talked about the stream, or not the stream earlier when uh you said the word ship instead of car. Yeah, I was talking about the stream. I'm I'm went no, yeah, yeah, further back in memory to when you said you were muting it. Come make our friend Matt drink water on stream That's every great. ten minutes. It's great. We're gonna kill him. It's the highlight of my day. Yeah, we're going (laughs) to flush out all of his electrolytes.
Should I make him take 12 sips right now? I could make him take eight. You want to go all in for 20? <laughs> I, I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> Don't do that to Maddie misplays. <laughs> kind of want to do it now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Right. But I got to, I got to, I'm going to refresh the stream here so I can get rid of my, some of my stream leg. And I got to, I got to listen to that. That's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Delvin, do you have a. Goodbye, people.